Welcome to this week's end of day's update coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma, especially our brand new warehouse location that we have our new set built. We started last week from here. We're so blessed to have this uh, Dr. Rick Rube, my buddy, the, the taste guru guy that had a clothing line years ago and knew Marcus and different stores. He had a thought for the set here and that kind of get getting bigger and bigger and wilder. And we'll, we'll show you more as the weeks progress, but we we're blessed to have this because we're not just having it for the end of day's update. We'll have it for more video shoots, but we're, we're coming to you each week from Tulsa to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war. So this last weekend we were in uh, Lone Star Church in Bethany, Missouri. Had a great time. Had Friday and Saturday and a couple services Sunday morning. The, the, even the crowds on Friday and Saturday were great. And if you're anywhere near Shreveport, Louisiana, this weekend we'll be in Shreveport Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'll be at Life United Church. Uh, we'll have a great time there. We'll get into the coming of the Lord. It's so uh, wonderful to see church after church and believers after believers catch the vision of this is it. You know, over the years you had from Second uh, Peter talk about, you know, the scoffers would be here in the last day saying, where is the promise of His coming? You still kind of feel that with people that go, ah, we've been hearing that all of our lives. Well, the reason we've been hearing that is because He's about to come. And we get into end-time preaching because there's so much in the Bible dedicated to that, uh, that so that we would have a heads up. We'd see what it looked like. And in fact, God said, this is how you can tell uh, my Bible is authentic for, for me telling you things that are going to happen before they happen. So, so prophecy brings authenticity to the Bible. That's Isaiah 46.9. Absolutely remarkable verse there. So we look at everything that's happening around Israel because we are literally at the setup of the coming of the Lord. There are certain things that keep falling into position. Something happened this last week that I'll get into about the Sudan that completely shocked me about, wow, that's one more nation listed in Ezekiel 38 that's changed their position to be against Israel rather than for Israel. And I expect Morocco, maybe Algiers will probably do that in the next few weeks as well. Maybe it'll be months, we'll see. So let's pick up to what's happened around Israel uh, because Jesus, he said, hey, you can tell what the hour, you can tell what the, uh, the weather's going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he wants us to know. So he told us in Luke 21 to look at the fig tree. So as we look at Israel, we see all these things unfolding right before us that point to uh, the, the rapture of the church, point to the second coming of the Lord. So let's pick up what's happened around Israel this last week. Man, this tons of things have happened, so we'll try to slow down to get to them. Monday, you, you had Israel go into uh, Syria and bomb the Aleppo airport. Why did they do that in Syria? Because Iran keeps using commercial airlines to land in Aleppo, hauling military equipment with ammunition, missiles, offloading missiles at a commercial uh, airport. So Israel hit it so hard. I know some people got hurt and uh, they shut the airport down for a while. So that's been going on and on and on. But that happened on Monday. But then today you had uh, rocket fire from Gaza uh, into Israel. You had 30 some odd rockets. Now, what it was, was you had an Islamic leader, a Palestinian Islamic leader, die in an Israeli prison, but he was on a hunger strike. He would not take any help from any uh, uh, medical professionals. So he died. So this was their response by sending rockets. Now, the amazing thing is, this is the crazy part. A group of computer hackers from Sudan literally hacked uh, Israel's uh, things in Israel so that their red alert system didn't work correctly, and even the Iron Dome system didn't work correctly. So out of the 30-some-odd rockets that fell, the Iron Dome only caught four. Normally, the Iron Dome gets 90 to 95% of the missiles, which is absolutely 
phenomenal at the accuracy the Iron Dome has. But if they're getting hacked like that and it shuts down their alarm system, shuts down their uh, response system, Israel's going to have to do something crazy. I wouldn't be surprised. You watch real carefully in the next three or four days that Israel does something ballistic in the Sudan to stop that from happening because Israel can't afford... Israel can't afford to have uh, their weapons system shut down when it's a protection mode. So, so many things are happening uh, the last couple of days with that. You had a foreign minister from Iran come down into Lebanon, toured the Lebanese border on the northern Golan where Israel is, and he said, what's happening right... This is what he said. What's happening right now is a setup for the Zionist regime to get wiped off the map. So you got leaders from Iran saying, we're ready for Israel to be taken out of the way. I like America's response was America sent over A-10 Warhawks, a whole uh, squadron of A-10 Warhawks to be right there in Israel. Uh, CENTCOM's general went down and toured the bases in Israel said, this will work out fine. And what they did was they enhanced the capability of those A-10 Warhawks to handle more bombs. They can carry 16 bunker buster bombs now. Now that's a big deal. We've never really moved any bunker buster bombs into Israel until, until right now. So Israel's... Be, able to go into Iran and do some stuff with these bunker buster bombs and be very accurate with these A-10 Warthogs. They're slow, but they'll be able to drop these bombs wherever they need to. So with that, you have Kansas uh, this week passed a law saying your gender is going to be what you were when you're born. Uh, I like that. So that's called using your brain. So there's weird things happening with that. You had Japan had an earthquake yesterday. Uh, all kinds of things are happening with Russia. You had some really mass attacks from uh, uh, Lazinsky or the Ukraine coming into Russia. Huge explosions going on in different places in Russia. You had China uh, acting crazy. They're barring people from leaving China right now, literally specifically people that are trying to come against their nation, but they're also barring foreigners. So they're basically tasting, p taking people hostage. So China's doing weird stuff that's a setup for the coming of the Lord. I like that the Euphrates River's drying up because the Bible says the kings of the east will come over at the end of the uh, tribulation period. And you've got that happening right now. It was ISIS damming it up, but now it's naturally uh, going dry. So there's event after event after event that are showing us how close we are. I was really shocked to see all the stuff, the terrorist activity in Israel this last week as well. You had a car ramming people. You got people coming across the border trying to do things to set up things to, to kill Israelis. So many things are happening with that. You had 700,000 protesters show up in Jerusalem. Uh, some of them were for Netanyahu. Some of them were against him. They're, they showed pictures like Netanyahu who was Hitler trying to hang him. So the, the judicial reforms there are freaking people out, but the number one thing that's freaking people out is you have conservatives that have a wonderful thought pattern to protect Israel, and Israelis can't stand that. Israel became the number one narcotic-using country in the world this last week per capita, uh, so there's now an epidemic of, of, of drug abuse in Israel. So weird things are happening that are all basically what the Bible said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. So there's so much more you could get into that's happening uh, with China, with Iran, and specifically with Russia. You had Turkey send uh, an agent into Syria and, and uh, kill one of the Islamic leaders right there. Uh, a lot happening that are specifically with Sudan changing its position. That's a big deal because the Bible says that they come with Russia and Iran and Syria for the Ezekiel 38 war. So let's go to the scripture. We, we do this every week. 
But it's healthy to see the signs because then once we see them, we know how to respond. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem won back. Then you got the Hebrew language restored. You got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got the, the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the Temple Mount Institute that they're ready to start having sacrifices. Absolutely amazing to have those guys in position. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. You had the ritual baths around the temple fill up with water. First time in 2,000 years. You had the Dead Sea turn blood red where Sodom and Gomorrah were was uh, on the Day of Atonement. You had fish showing up in the Dead Sea last year. All these things are, are what the Bible said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. It is kind of radical that fish are in position. 172 different species of predatory birds are in position. So you got fish in position, birds in position, Russia and Crimea and the Ukraine. You have all these different animals in place. Why? The king's about to come. You have uh, 20,000 of those uh, Jacob's lineage sheep show up uh, with, along with the red heifers. So everything's ready. You have the oil of anointing that they found out where the Dead Sea Scrolls were. You had uh, Russia build the archway for Baal worship in Palmyra this last year. That's pretty radical. Palmyra's where the Tower of Babel was. The radical thing about that is, is the Talmud says that's the last sign you'll see before the Messiah comes. Just all of the uneasiness that's in Israel right now is a wonderful picture of what is to come. So we're about to see Jesus come back to the, to the earth. So many more signs. you got men will be lovers themselves with selfie sticks. Don't have time to get into all the other radical signs, but so many are there. But then you go to signals. After signs, you've got blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles a few years ago. That's radical. When's the last time you had four in a row on Passover and Tabernacles? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. What did he do? He found America to be a safe harbor for the Jews. So specific things on specific dates pointing to things in the heavens uh, showing us the king's about to come. Wow, radical stuff. Then you have the Bethlehem star. I mean, you have Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus come together when Jesus was born. The constellation was Virgo. This last year, NBC Nightly News, we have a celestial event, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus coming together at the same time, Bethlehem star, first time in 2,000 years. What was the constellation? Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. So we get into all these. There's many more signals, many more signs. Why do we get into all this? So we're aware of what to look for because Jesus said, when you see these things, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh. Why would he tell us to lift up our heads? He doesn't want you downtrodden. He wants you happy. All these signs are about you being happy and hopeful because he loves you. All of it is about his kindness and his mercy. He wants you expectant. He wants you joyful. He wants you so happy that people tell you, hey, break that pill in half. What's wrong with you? No, the excitement of all of a sudden, uh, we're gonna, our bodies are going to be changed. We're going to have the stain of Adam taken off us. We'll get us a glorified body. We'll rock it straight to heaven. Come back with Jesus at the second coming. Man, we're going to have a great time. So much fun. So what do we do? Help our local church. Help our local pastor. Be more engaged. I forgot to tell you about the IMF, the International Monetary Fund. Brought in a new digital money a couple of weeks ago. I keep forgetting that. And uh, it's, they say it's perfect for every nation to have ease at using uh, th this monetary system. So grab the book. We've got the new book right here, End Times Made Easy. It's wonderful. I say it because we got those charts in there from Clarence Larkin. It's got 79 or 80 signs. It's got a scratch and sniff page so you can smell what the rapture is going to be like. How cool is that? No, no scratch and sniff page. But uh, anyway, grab that if you can. Uh, you can get all the information on how close we are. Uh, 
uh, we're amazed at, at the mercy and the kindness and the love of the Lord to show us what's going to look like just before we leave. He loves you. He wants to bless you. He wants to encourage you. He wants to strengthen you. He's not mad at you, not frustrated with you. He loves you. And we're about to see him face to face. Have a blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.